Hey, five fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with Eddie Hearn. Eddie, just had a, a lot of talk with you. <laughs> yeah, it's good design. Yes. Congratulations on your little gig yeah. there. Yeah, you know what? It's opportunity knocked. I'm someone honest, tested positive. Anyone, yeah, anyone that doesn't know, yeah. uh, someone who's going to be presenting some design streams tested positive. Instep Phelps. Yeah. Rocked up. They were like, who's here? Phelps, you fancy it? She was like, yes, fight fans. Yeah, so you're straight in. Yeah, so you know, I've never done that before. Obviously, I've done live stuff with Super Series, but this was just a completely different type of lineup. So, do you know what to expect? Do you, do you consciously try not to do your laugh when you're, on when you're actually doing proper stuff? But it did come out, didn't it? Once, yeah. But, <laughs> but I was thinking to myself, like, yeah, because I could... I was thinking normally you do about one every 30 seconds. Yeah. So you're a bit more corporate, you know. See, I don't want to I be. Fight fans. Oh, stop. You know. I, I was trying not to be because at the end of the day, you still want to maintain yourself. Yeah. But at the same time, I was so nervous because I was like, oh, God. Uh, and I literally just got thrown all of these papers. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let me figure this one out. But eventually towards the end, I honestly felt no nerves towards the end. You did well. That. Well, obviously, we had um, we just concluded the press conference for Canelo versus Callum Smith. Good fight. I'm excited for this fight. There's so many possibilities with either one of them winning on what can happen next. I mean, but just, sit, just sitting up there, I can sense, like, the tension. Could yeah. you sense it? Well, because I think this year has thrown so much at us and, like, it's just all a bit weird. So obviously, and I think the fighters have enjoyed it as well. Don't get me wrong. Every fighter dreams of having that, you know, grand entrance. And I think Callum feels as though he's been a bit robbed of that. But it is what it is. He's got his opportunity. I do feel like the bigger names like Canelo and AJ last week, they, they quite enjoy this environment because it's chilled. You know, so he hasn't got, you imagine you're a fighter, right? You're, you're Canelo Alvarez. And then someone says to you, you've got to come and do this grand uh, entrance now. With basically like 3,000 fans, you've got to do 100 media. He's probably thinking, fuck, you know, I just want to sit in a room and just chill out. Now, they're having to do media, select group, but the press conference is quite chilled. You know, it was just a nice little chat, wasn't it? But it's quite, it's quite surreal as, as a fight fan, to be honest with you, sitting up there promoting Canelo Alvarez against Callum Smith because Canelo's a great, you know, and I'm sort of asking him questions. Feel not, in, not ashamed to say, a bit of a fanboy in some respects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so Canelo, you know, and he's sort of talking, I'm thinking, fucking, you're great you are. Because the one thing I've learned about him and Eddie Reynoso is they really do want to fight everybody and they have no fear to fight anyone. And I really respect that. But obviously I sit here as Callum Smith promoter, desperate for him to win. And, you know, we've gone from the professional debut to this is it, this is the pinnacle. You know, he won the world championship, he won the WBSS, and now this is his moment for greatness. So I kind of feel like we've done our job now. Now it's over to you, mate. And he's so chilled, so chilled. I mean, he couldn't, he is, but like, even from when we were making this fight, so we got to a stage where it was like, become four weeks out and we're still negotiating and we're still trying and we're still trying to get creative. And then Canelo's just come out one morning when we were close and gone, I'm announcing my opponent at 10 o'clock tonight. I'm like, shit. And everyone's come on to me going, is it Callum? I'm going, I don't know. You know, I hope so. But he was still talking to other people. You really so. don't know until the last minute. No, but, like, he... I think it was a move from him. He felt the deal was done anyway, like we were going to reach a deal. But I think he wanted to say, enough's enough now. So I'm deciding tonight. And so Callum's guys come on and went, is he referring to K 
Callum? I'm like, I think so. But I was like, at the same time, you know, maybe he's got someone else on the go. And about 15 minutes before the announcement, we still didn't have a deal. And Callum just went to me, I'm just going to go and have a lay down. And I'm like, no, mate, what are you doing? And it was like, I think it was 11 o'clock, the announcement. And it was about 10.45. And he went, I'm tired, mate, to be honest with you. I'm going to go and I'm, if I fall asleep, like, I said, no, 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 fucking stay on your phone. You know, and we're going back and forward. And we did the deal five minutes to go. Do you know what I think it was? I know that he had mentioned at some point in another conversation was that he, a part of him was sort of over it. Like if it happened, it happened. If it didn't, it didn't. But he, he sort of got over the waiting process. For, for a year for this fight. And there's, he's been in the mix and he's been out of the mix. And, you know, he had to take less money than he would have got in a normal environment for this fight um, because he believes he can win. On four weeks' notice? Well, not really. I mean, that is the one thing, you know. He was boxing on December 19th, okay? So we'd already put plans in place for him to box on December 19th. What was four weeks' notice was that you're fighting Canelo Alvarez. But, to be honest with you, probably six weeks out, it, it started to become a real big possibility. And I think he's, he's, he was switched on. But for Canelo, it's, both, it's difficult for both of them to get the right sparring. You know, to find the sparring, it's easier for Callum to find a style that can match up with Canelo than it is for Canelo to find a six foot five super middleweight. And I think he used Diego Pacheco, you know, kids like that, but he's a novice. So I think, there's, I think it's just fascinating because you just don't know what you're going to get in this fight. But I think you'll get drama. I think you. I don't think you'll just get like a run-of-the-mill fight, and you know, I think you're going to get drama. And I think Callum's up for it. Like he's not willing to go in there and just see how he gets on. No, not at all. Especially he wants to take the chance. Right, especially because even what was it like two years ago? I interviewed Callum, and he was talking about like the pinnacle for him would be a Canelo Alvarez fight. And I was like, well, here you are. Like this must be so surreal for you. And he's like, yeah, I'm really excited. He's chilled. So he's not like. Oh, God. You know, I've been there before in fights. You know, fighters are looking at someone. Oh my God, it's fucking Canelo Alvarez. Not in the slightest. You know, he's excited. He, he's going. I'm going to beat you. So this is it. You know, golden opportunity. And like Joe said, you know, it's not like it's this massive, crazy upset if he wins. He is the underdog in this fight. But I think this is more. Callum believes this is this is his league. This is the league he's in. And now he's going to fight the champion of the league. And he believes he can become, you know, the champion, the pound-for-pound king himself. Well, uh, we also had the WBO middleweight champion in the room, Demetrius Andrade. I asked Demetrius about the Billy Joe Saunders fight. Billy Joe said that he was willing to fight him post-Murray fight. So have you had a conversation? I know that you said that you asked for the, you asked the WBO for an extension in order to sort of make a fight. Are you waiting to see what happens after this fight? Sure, yeah, I mean... I think if Canelo Alvarez wins, you know, if Callum wins, it's probably likely he'll rematch Canelo. If Canelo Alvarez wins, he'll either fight Triple G or Billy Joe Saunders. Um, but I think everyone will want to move quickly, and we need to move quickly because of the WBO. So if Billy Joe Saunders doesn't fight Canelo Alvarez, he will fight Demetrius Andre. That is the fight that we will make. Um, because Would that be at middle or super middle? 168. I mean, look, they could they could fight a catchweight, but I don't think Demetrius is bothered. I think Demetrius has been at middleweight for a long time now. He's a big guy. Maybe he's quite comfortable to move up. But if he won the fight, if he lost, he would lose his world middleweight championship. If he won, he would have 10 days to decide which division he wants to be champion in. So I love the fight. I think it's a really good fight between two 
actually very avoided fighters, and that's why it makes sense. But obviously, if, if either guy can get the Canelo Alvarez fight, that's the route you take. Let's go back a week ago when we had Anthony Joshua demolish Pulev. Uh, great fight, by the way. I, I, me, and, me and Dan, when we were sat there, I swear to you, we got so involved at one point where we were both leap, kind of leaping, and we're like, hey, hey, hey we got we to simmer down. To our fans back, you know, it was just felt like, when you think, it's mad to think that we had a thousand people in there, and I have not enjoyed myself at a fight as much for a long time, and it was just, everyone was so happy to be back and to, to be part of it. Because if you're an AJ fan or if you're a fight fan, that was a really unique experience to be in there. And then they fucking locked down London three days later. So we were, we were back to no crowds in London. So um, I thought it was a great performance. I, I loved the night. I loved everything that it represented represented for boxing right now. And, uh, you know, like, like they said, you know, within seven days, we're promoting AJ, Golovkin and Canelo. You know, and that's, that's a great end to the year. Um, and we need it. You know, boxing needs it. So I think we're in a great spot. I think what a lot of people want to know now is what's going to happen with the WBO status. I know that post-fight, you and I spoke a bit about that. You said you guys are more than prepared at this point to sort of vacate if you're not able to come to some, some sort of agreement. Because at the end of the day, Usyk has to agree to it, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. So have you had any conversations with Alex? Have you, what type of update do you have? Not really, I saw Aegis's comments, which was basically how much are you going to pay us? which kind of like puts you off even having a conversation about it, to be honest with you. I mean, there's nothing more we want than every belt to be on the line in this fight. The dream for AJ has always been to fight for the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. If the governing bodies feel that, you know, that's not good for the sport or whatever, and they want to enforce the USIC mandatory, then we have to make sure we come up with a solution that Usyk is happy with. If we don't, we vacate the belt. And if we vacate one belt, we may vacate every belt. What's the point? You know, like, because it's like, some people, and, and you know, I'll choose my words carefully, but it's almost like, I'm not gonna say that word that I was gonna use, because it's probably the wrong word. But it's like, they're hovering, you know, and it's like, mega fire. Money, right? Now, don't get me wrong. We're in the mega fight business to make money. So are the fighters. But it's like, okay, so you got, I don't know what the numbers will be. You know, it won't be a million miles away from a million dollars per sanctioning body, right? And then you got Usyk saying, I want this, I want that. And then in the end, you sort of sit down and go, all right, we really want it to be undisputed, but does anyone care? outside of the, you know, us and the fight. Like, as a fan, do you care if you go up to the guy on the street and go, if we lost a belt or all the belts, you're going to watch it. You know, I did a poll, Ed, and 60%, and I, there, were, there were several thousand, uh, 60% said that they didn't care vacate. I thought it would have been a lot more. Yeah. I thought it would have been more like 95%. But don't forget, you're in a boxing community. Yeah. And boxing community do value championships. We value championships. I, I like the governing body and I, I like all the presidents and everyone that works for them. But there comes a point, you know, we get to a stage now where fighters are taking much less money. Promoters aren't really making money. Some people are losing money. Like, yet the, the governing bodies operate with no risk, right? They don't put a show on and could lose $5 million 
on a show, they, they get paid regardless. Do you know what I mean? So do we just drop the belts and it would be a good time to launch a new one, that fight, you know? But, like I said, we want to make it for the Undisputed Championship. The governing bodies have got to get together, really, and say, guys, we need, we need to come together for this fight. I think what people are curious about is, we hear you say that, right? But what is Anthony Joshua saying? Is he... Anthony wants, as I've said, I say it all the time, he wants the belts on the line. But he will not... What's the word I'm looking for? He will not... Um, well, he, he will not, um, I don't know what I was going to say. Is it? Pass him by or what? Hesitate. hesitate. It wasn't even a tough word, to be honest with you. <laughs> he will not hesitate to vacate a belt. But we all know why we started. But, but be, and I'll tell you the reason he won't hesitate. Because there's no doubt. Right? You win this, you're the best heavyweight in the world. No one can ever ask you another question. And normally the belts will represent that. But this fight is so big, it's so definitive in terms of who's the best. Do you know what I mean? So, but, you know, I think I just see, when I, when I write the checks, a bit like this week really, you write the checks to the governing bodies and you write the checks last week to the governing bodies, you start looking at it and you go, I want to be a fucking governing body. You know, we know right now, there's no margins in this business at the moment. With no crowds. You know, you're trying to pay the fight at the max to convince them to take this less money. You know, we'll do shows, we lose, mate. But you write the checks. You're okay, aren't you, mate? You know what I mean? Oh, we want this. I fucking bet you do. <laughs> well, I want this and I ain't getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, we all in this together or we should just, you know, we're forgetting the situation we're in at the moment. Boxing right now is at a pivotal moment if we don't start making the fights, if we don't start delivering for fans, what you're seeing is exhibition bouts and YouTube stuff will be a case that's happening every week. And the governing bodies are in grave danger if they don't start using some common sense. They will evaporate. Trust me, they will be out of boxing. Not me destroying, I'm not interested in that. I like the governing bodies. I all want to work together. But trust me when I say, if boxing dies, if promoters go out of business, the governing bodies will be gone out of the sport. So think smart. We have to respect the rules. This is not just, oh, just tell Usyk, you know, tough. You know what I mean? But we've got to be smart. So I'm not going to make many friends out of my interviews this week, but I'm just being honest. You're always honest, though. That's what we respect yeah, about it. I mean, and I'll tell the governing bodies the same. Not, I'm not telling you anything different. I wouldn't tell them. But... Like I said, it just comes to, oh, here's your invoice. Callum Smith, here's your invoice. Canelo, here's your invoice. WBC, WBA, you know, last week, WBA, IBF, WBO. Here's your invoice, guys. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Schlong, schlong, schlong. That's going to be a no context home clip. So, <laughs> so, but anyway, so, yeah. I mean, when you're making loads of money and you're dishing it out to people, but it's like then all of a sudden the game changes and it just sort of makes you look at it a little bit, a little bit differently. Well, Ed, I'm not going to keep you any longer. 
I, I know you've you've been through it today. Yeah. I feel like I've been through it myself. Been up since five. Um, not complaining. Oh my God, not even remotely gonna complain. I'm so grateful. So again, thank you for having me here. And hopefully we can get the an announcement done at some point soon between Joshua and Fury. I, so. I think yeah. the next announcement will be something like all the terms are agreed and now we go effectively to market and decide where we're going to do this thing. Yeah. But I think realistically, where are we now? December 19. Yeah, maybe by the end of the year or early next year to say it's on. Yeah. You know, I don't... I know we've got the wilder situation stuff like that, but I, honestly, through speaking to people... Don't want to get too excited, but I just, I don't. I'm a little confused though, because Wilder did, or he, yeah, he was on the, uh, the PBC podcast and he said that he's not going to wait around for Fury. He was going to go look for another opponent January and February. Um, so that would be, like that would leave Fury free then, right? Because if he could fight next, then Fury should be able to fight next. That's what I'm being told, but I'm getting a lot of questions from people saying, what about the legal situation, yeah, yeah. etc.? I say well, I don't know anything about it, but what I'm being told is that's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe against Dillian White. Yep, love that fight. Dillian's mm -hmm. finally said. Spicy. Mm -hmm. Well, both of them now look. Wilder f f is now willing to fight Dillian, and Dillian's like, yeah, "Fuck yeah, off, yeah, mate!" And like, now you want me? <laughs> I know. I know. Well, that, that, quite right yeah. to be honest with you, because Dillian was mandatory and number one for years and years, and he just went. I, I, I think he even direct message Dillian and went you're never getting the opportunity really? to fight me something like that yeah, yeah. Mm. well interesting times hopefully we can get all of those made uh, for spring of next year and oh, one last question sorry about the big fight between uh, Fury and Joshua if you guys aren't able because look at the state of where England is currently with the lockdowns if you're not able to have fans there, there's really no point in having it in England. Um, are you guys looking at other countries? Yeah, for sure. We've had like a dozen approaches from different countries. But the situation is, is if you do the fight in England, the fighters will get paid about 50% of what they'll... Yes, half, basically. That's what 50% is. Um, so it's a hell of a pay cut. If there's no fans... It'll be about 80% less. So, yeah. So we, this is another reason why collectively now we have to go out and look at and explore where we're going to stage it. Because one thing of going, okay, let's agree, we'll do the fight. Then it's, okay, where? And show me what's in the pot. You know, if I'm, if I'm AJ or I'm Fury, I'm going, yeah, we're all in, you know, 50-50, let's go. But how, how much, you know, you don't want to come back and go, oh, sorry, we couldn't get any money for the fight because of the pandemic. So are you all right taking X? They're going, fucking hell, this is the biggest fight in history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need to just work together to go out and maximize the revenue for the fighters. All righty. Well, thank you so much again for your time. Um, and hopefully, like I said, hopefully we can get the, the fight made. And let's chat post-fight. All right. Thank you, Ed. Bye, fight fans. Hey Fight Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you do so by clicking this icon right here, or else.